0: Welcome to The Corporate Coven, a podcast that explores the intersection of mysticism and the modern workplace. On this show, we discuss how to bring your spiritual craft and practice into the workplace. We'll talk to people who have found ways to include ritual and spirituality into their everyday work, and hear from experts on the topics of how to stay spiritually connected while managing the demands of the modern workplace. Our host, Jessica, is a certified career counselor, HR outlaw, and vocational astrologer. If you've ever wondered how to bring your spiritual practice into the workplace, this podcast is for you. Join us as we radically transform workplaces to be a little more magical. What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Coven Podcast. In this podcast episode, I am going to be answering a question that I get asked a lot. I get asked a lot, and it's because so many people have this experience and they have this problem, and it's one that I've talked about in previous posts, and I have made a few TikTok videos about it as well, so connect with me on my socials. You can find those links in the show notes as well as my website, so I've talked about this A lot. And I think it's worth talking about even more because it is such a widespread experience. This resonated with so many people when I started talking about it. And so I hope that this is very useful to you and to anyone else that you know in your life who is stuck. Are you stuck in a cycle? This is so commonly experienced by people that are in a work environment where they're super unhappy there's something going on like they're not getting paid enough they have a really toxic boss they have really awful coworkers uh you know the organization ends up being really dishonest or customers are really aggressive and so they leave and they go to a new job and they're there for a while and it feels fine and they're getting to know everyone they're getting to know what to do and it's kind of exciting and we call this the honeymoon phase but then all of a sudden, those same problems pop up. Their boss is toxic. Their coworkers suck. The customers are awful. They're shady again. Like, there's this feeling of like, Oh my God, will it ever end? Why does this always happen to me? Why does every leader that I have? Why does every job that I have? Why does every team that I'm a part of, every company that I get hired to, it starts to feel like you're the problem, like why, what is it about you that you always find yourself in these situations? You always find yourself in these environments and it feels like you are stuck in a cycle. And if you're familiar with astrology, and my guess is that a handful of you are, and you've probably even worked with me to talk about your own personal cycles and what timing looks like for you in your career, especially then you're already going to know what I'm going to say. If you're feeling stuck in a cycle, there's probably something indicating that in your natal chart, there's probably something going on in your sixth house, in your 10th house, in your second house, the vocational houses in your chart. There might be something happening in your relationship houses. You could have a transiting planet making a hard aspect to something in your chart that dictates and influences your career. And so there are these broader cycles. We all have our own natural rhythms and routines. And even if you've worked with an astrologer or you are an astrologer yourself or an astrology enthusiast and you're even like aware of your own cycles of like, oh, yes, well, you know, I have You know, Saturn over here doing this or Mars doing that or Pluto's hitting this right now. You might have some of this awareness, but just because you know about it, what are you going to do about it? Okay, well, in this episode, I am going to tell you what to do about it, what to do if you're stuck in a cycle. And the good news is with this one, you don't have to know shit about your chart. I love bringing in astrology. I think it's so helpful for people. It's clarifying and it gives you a little bit more strategy to the way that you approach things. And you don't have to use astrology exclusively. I'm about to give you some of my like career counseling, you know, master's program in career counseling and development, industry applied knowledge and human resources and hiring. I'm about to give you some real applicable, you can do this today advice. If you feel like you're stuck in a cycle right now and you're ready to break out of it. But of course, if you want to have this in a more of a conversation and you want to use your natal chart as well, head to my website, you can find ways to work with me and book a natal chart reading at www.thatwitchframework.com But for the rest of you, let's talk about how to do it right now. So step number one, if you are feeling super stuck in a cycle and you're ready to break out of it, you're tired of being on the carousel of bad job or bad boss, and you're ready to get off and ride a new ride, step number one is really being able to describe the pain point. And when I say really being able to describe, I don't mean I have a bad boss. That's not descriptive enough. I wouldn't be able to pull your story out and know that it was yours. It's too vague. You really want to be able to describe what's happening. Be as clear as possible. Think about, you know, what are the, what, like, what's the situation? What triggers this? What are the common denominators in every work environment that I've had or every time that this comes up? What do they have in common? How do I feel when it starts happening? How do I feel when I start noticing this pattern again? Who else is involved when this happens? Not only maybe who is an instigator of the situation or who's involved in a harmful way, like part of what's making the situation toxic or frustrating, but who also is your support system when this starts to happen? Who do you lean on? Who do you talk to? Who gets you through it? Talk about the way that you feel when you're in it and also start thinking about the counter of that as well. What do you feel when it's gone? What do you love in the first 90 days of the next job? What are you looking to feel instead of? What this might sound like is uh, you know, I always find myself in positions where the leaders are incompetent. I always know so much more than them. They never even know how to do my job. You know, I was in this, I was in this role for this many years and, and the leaders were this, that, and the other. And I never had autonomy and I never got to do my own thing. And they, I was so stupid I couldn't make my own decisions because they didn't even know what I was doing anyways. So then, you quit and you leave and you go find a new job and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, these leaders just don't know anything. They literally don't even know how to do my job. And I come forward and I have these good ideas and I want to do things a different way and they never listen and they tell me no and they don't even know how to do my job. So I feel disempowered. I feel controlled. The trigger point is I want to make a change. I, I want to have, you know, I want to make a decision. I want to have influence in my work experience. And then I meet a barrier. I meet an obstacle. My boss is involved. Um, you know, HR might be involved because they don't do anything about it. Is the board involved in some way? Are you? Do you have coworkers involved? Do you come home and do you talk to your spouse about it? Do you talk to your friends about it? Do you talk to your kids about it? Do you talk to your boss about it? Be as descriptive as possible. That's one example, but this could also be, um, you know, I, I'm I'm always underpaid. I never get paid what I'm worth. I'm always like in the worst spot. Like whenever you feel like like if you're using this like uh like all-encompassing like language of all the time, every time, forever if it feels like that catastrophic, um, then it's happening consistently enough that this is the pattern or this is the cycle. And you want to be able to describe it because this is also where you're going to be able to pinpoint it. So for those of you that are familiar with your needle chart, if you start hearing that like, Oh, the issue is with authority. Oh, the issue is with work environment. Oh, the issue is with money. And you understand the planetary correlations and the zodiac archetypes in your natal chart then this is where you're now going to be able to like identify and pinpoint oh this is the part of my chart where I I get stuck in my career I get stuck in my job. And again what's valuable about that is now when you can anticipate upcoming transits or like lunar phase progressions or something like that then you know this is going to stimulate this is going to activate this is going to trigger this and we can anticipate that we're going to feel this again. And when you know it's coming up ahead of time, you can now prepare yourself. You can start to be more resilient. You can look for strategies. You can be proactive. Or you can at least get through it knowing that it is just a transit and that it's not going to last forever. It's just activated right now. And also, this might be like a little bit of like the karma that you're moving through. This is the opportunity to uh, develop and attempt to master the challenge that's presented through this cycle that you're stuck in. So again, fully describe the situation. If it's a shitty boss, what makes them awful? If it's a demeaning work task, what would you rather be doing? If it's poor pay, what do you need to get paid? Have you worked out your budget? Another reason why this often happens, like why you're stuck in the cycle is like, number one, it goes undiagnosed. You don't name it. This is similar in meditation. If you have uh, a dominating thought or an intrusive thought Naming it is what allows you to send it down the river of consciousness. It's what lets you release it on your exhale, right? But again, after you've named it, after you've described it, you might find that you're still stuck. You're still unable to move out of it. And that might be because you're more focused on leaving than you are on arriving. I'm going to say that again. You're more focused on leaving than you are at arriving. Now, this might sound like, oh, I hate this job. I hate this job. I cannot work here anymore. I have to find a new job. I cannot be here anymore. I hate this place. Oh, I, I dread going into work. This is awful. I do not want to be here. And if you've ever listened to any content or read anything around manifesting, then you know how detrimental this can be in your ability to manifest or to seek out new opportunity. Crumbolt has, um, there's a career development theory, planned happenstance that comes from crumbles that is all about like it's a it's a little bit about being in the right place at the right time but it's a lot about leveraging privilege it's a lot about taking advantage and being optimistic and resilient through opportunities and challenges and saying yes to things and this is so much about like your ability to manifest if you're constantly focusing and you could say vibrating on a level, but basically like if you are just constantly putting energy and attention into, I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. Then that's what will be matched. That's what is now emphasized in your brain. And now this is all that you can see. It's similar to when you, I mean, nowadays we actually have like ads and stuff like that that are listening to us and we'll start like trying to sell us things in social media algorithms that we were thinking about or talking about or shopping for. But before algorithms, there was a phenomenon where if you knew that you wanted to buy like a white Honda civic, then all of a sudden you would start seeing white Honda civics everywhere on the road. And it's like, you know, did you just start seeing them? Were they always there, but you just started noticing them because you were thinking about them or, Did you actually start bringing them into your reality? Did you actually start, uh, you know, some people use the language of like, are you now on a vibrational pattern that you are aligned with this? And it's easier to find you and to come with you because like attracts like that's not going to be in everyone's preference or uh, belief. And that's fine. You don't have to believe in it for it to be working similar to astrology. But it's this concept that what you focus on, where your attention goes, energy flows, So you really want to start focusing on arriving. You really want to start focusing on, oh, it's going to feel so good when I'm in a role that I love. It's going to feel so amazing to work with a leader that I trust. It's going to feel so incredible walking into a workplace where I'm paid fairly for my labor. And so to start breaking out of the cycle, in addition to being able to fully diagnose and communicate the cycle and like what it is, you want to focus on arriving at something rather than just leaving it. And I actually have an episode, um, where you can listen to me, lead you through a guided visualization practice. It's kind of like a meditation. I will link that episode into my show notes. It's actually my number one, listen to episode. It's my most popular one. Um, and it will really help you start thinking about and visualizing what you do want because I know a lot of people struggle. We often get stuck in like the, what we don't want, what we want to leave behind rather than thinking on, you know, this is good, more of this please. So if you need help with that, go check out that other podcast episode. The last strategy that I'm going to offer you and I'm offering three because experts say that that's like one of the best numbers for you to attach to and pay attention to. There's probably some numerology numerology, uh, element to that as well. And three being a very stabilizing number, but also I just think that these are the three most important. Like I would stop after this one anyways, because like if you can work on these first three, then the rest of that is really just going to be additive, but these are foundational. Okay. So the last strategy I'm going to offer you, if you feel stuck in a cycle in your career, Stephen Covey's (laughs) number two habit Begin with the end in mind. So often we get stuck into the details of our work. We get stuck in the details of. Uh, you know, I need to make this much money and I I want to work for a company that has this benefits package. And like, you know, we get really, really specific. We get really granular and we start focusing on all the little things that we have to do in job search. I have to update my LinkedIn profile. I have to send out my resumes. I have to network. I have to, uh, you know, check out my skills. I have to write a cover. I have to do all of these things. Um, and really what's valuable is to really get big picture with it and think about like, what is your legacy? at the end of your career, like, what do you want to be known for? And this is so different than like, what job do you want to be in when you retire? It's actually a very stale way to think about it. Think more big picture scale. You know, mine would be like, I want to have a great sense of success and accomplishment in knowing that I helped influence and innovate an important uh, element of the workforce. I wanted to know that I inspired people to live life authentically and fully aligned with their innate talents. That's what I want my legacy to be. The way that I do that has looked different from the very first time that I started trying to like find myself gainful employment. To what i'm doing now and probably will be by the time that i am at retirement if that ever happens millennials where you at but everything that i do is kind of in service to that and what does that sound like astrology babes especially anyone who's had a vocational astrology reading with me that is your 10th house the ruler of your 10th house that is your midheaven ruler of your midheaven That is the top of your chart where the sun is at its peak and brightest. All right. So think about what is your legacy? And then you can think about what steps do I need to get into my next role? Like now that I can see the end and actually my mom taught me how to do mazes this way as well. Like always start at the end of the maze and then work your way backwards. It's easier that way. And this is so much the same when you know where you want to go, then it's easier to find a pathway there because you work backwards. So now that you know a little bit more about your legacy, which you're allowed to keep very vague and broad, by the way, because it's kind of far away, right? So you're allowed to keep it really vague and broad, but then you start thinking about like, what steps do I need to take to get into my next role that will help me get there? And then you get to prioritize having experiences that you're developing so often when we see yourself stuck in a cycle, we're probably also not thinking about moving outward or moving upward or moving beyond that. And I want to give you those options because career transitions are not always just about being promoted or continuing to climb a ladder. For a lot of people, it is going to be linear in that way, and there will feel like more of an upward mobility. For other people, making lateral career transitions are going to be very important. I've made lateral career transitions. And I have found them to be extremely productive and it was so much more worthwhile than some of the times when I moved upward in my career, not every time, but I've had a pretty good like combination of moving up and then just stepping over a little bit. And then I want to offer you the beyond as well, because I recognize that a lot of people make career transitions where they jump industries entirely or they leave the workforce and they become a full-time caregiver for a child or an aging parent or you know an important person in your life that can no longer care for themselves for whatever reason. Even choosing to step out of the workforce or re-entering it after you know a long time being out of it, all the stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home caregivers re-entering the workforce. Coming back out of retirement, whatever the transition looks like, even going into retirement is a career transition. So prioritize getting the experiences that are developing you for this next opportunity. You know, is it internships? Is it certifications? Is it experiential on the job learning? Um, is it getting mentoring relationships? Is it having informational interviews? You know, what are those things that you need to be doing that are preparing you to move out of this stuckness? So again, let's do a quick recap and review. If you are feeling stuck in a cycle and you are ready to take action today to get out of it, then number one, fully diagnose and describe the situation that you're not happy with and be as specific as possible. Not only talking about the pain points, what's awful and frustrating that you want to leave behind and who's involved but also what you would like instead. What would you rather be doing? What do you need to get paid? Who are the people that help you get through it? Next strategy is focus on arriving rather than leaving. And again, if you want some support with this, then you can go listen to my uh, career visualization episode. I don't remember the title. And then finally, the last strategy I'm leaving you with is all credited to Mr. Covey. Begin with the end in mind. And again, if you want assistance with any of this, especially if you would love to actually incorporate your natal chart into this process, then I would love to work with you. You can find my current offerings on my website, thatwitchfromwork.com. I have a few downloads on there that are really valuable as well. And if you love more of this content and you're not already on the Corporate Coven Newsletter, Still so go to my website and sign up. I always release content there for new moons, full moons, and share little tidbits of information, career development, wisdom, as well as some discount codes to not only my product suite, but also a lot of the awesome guests that I've had on the podcast as well. You can get access to a bunch of different healers, spiritualists, and witches. Um, and it's a super fun way to stay in touch with me. So you're always welcome to reach out, leave me comments on the episode, slide into my DM on Instagram, on TikTok, and you can add me on LinkedIn as well. And I would love to hear from you about what you'd like to hear from me. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the corporate coven podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and gained valuable insights into the world of personal and professional alchemy. If you want to stay updated on the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and turn on notifications. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, and you can visit my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com to find other ways to connect and work with me. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future topics, so please let me know in the comments on this episode what you're interested in. Until next time, keep working your magic and casting spells of success in your career and life.